Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. Hello and welcome to By the Mash Turn, a podcast by a couple of nerds where we brew some beer, drink some beer, and have a nice little chat about some beer. I'm Mike Harrison Wood. I'm Carl Noble. How are you doing, Carl Noble? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, you've been up to much? Yeah. Yeah. Went to the GBBF. How was that? It's very good. Saw lots of familiar faces. Uh, I, I, I was I was sad to have to miss it actually. Unfortunately, I was up in Newcastle. Uh, no, shame. It was nice to be up in Newcastle, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I'd have liked to have been at the old beer festival. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, good to see the uh, the how how the cask beer industry is sort of approaching the modern world now. It's That's making changes. Um, I'll, I'll get a bit more into that in the BEB section, but uh, well, there you go. So, I mean, what are we brewing today? Today. We are brewing a bit of a weird one. Is that what it's called? Uh, Is that the style? It, that could be the name. Bit of oh, a weird one. Bit of a weird one. Go on, it gives a rundown it was, on the style. It, it, was, it was a style that I put forth uh, in the previous episode. Right. Uh, the um, ice cream pail. Yep. Um, where I postulated that if, you know, since Kvike yeast ferments really fast yeah. and really clean at uh-huh. high temperatures to test that would it be good to try in a lager so i am making a fairly traditional not super traditional but fairly traditional hellers bavarian hellers lager right with quite yeast so you're gonna lager it though i'm gonna lager it yeah in the in the keg but so it's you still you're not using a bottom fermenting lager yeast. No. You're going to use a Gewijk yeast. Yes. Interesting. So, yeah, I don't know if that technically makes it a Kulsch, but... I don't... I mean, I guess so. Kvolsch. <laughs> I don't think we should start smashing words okay. together to see yeah, what we come not. out with. Um, I mean, it's a good idea because that, that'll cut your um, the brewing yeah. time down by... Like almost two weeks. Yeah. Say goodbye to the diastole rest. Yeah. At 37 degrees, which is where I'm going to be fermenting it. Wow. Apparently I should be going higher, but I I thought... According to whom? It's the the, the people that really know their kvikes. Right. Okay. You want to be getting 39, 40, apparently. So... I'm really nervous about that. Yeah, bet. So last last time when we were were talking about kvike, you were talking about... The ester uh, production yeah. is actually a product of pitching level. Yeah. So are you um, aiming to kind of not really over pitch, but you know, get like get the pitching just perfect, so you're not yeah. going to end up with any esters? Because I underpitched slightly for the ice cream pail, uh, so that I ended up with some of the esters that I was looking for, which was yeah. the pineapple. And and things. and in hindsight, did did you achieve those flavors that you I tried it to? ever? Oh yeah, of course. It's not ready yet. It's not ready, Matt. It's not ready yet. We'll find out. I know. We'll find out. Um, I am pitching an appropriate amount under the knowledge, uh, feeling, I guess, that if uh, esters are produced, that's not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, but if they're not, that's also fine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, I mean, th- th- ultimately, you don't want 
Because I'm assuming you're still aiming for the the hellas taste. Yes. So you're still aiming I, for that 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 crisp lagery goodness. I, I yeah. I should go into a bit about what hellas <clears throat> is all about first. Um, yeah. So hellas is a Bavarian style of beer. Uh, hellas and the Munich area in particular were famous for their darker beers, the Dunkel sort of yep. style stuff, because. I'll get into this a bit more later as well. Their water chemistry is really similar to the Thames Estuary. Well, there you go. Re- like, really similar. Um, so they could make some banging stouts then. Yeah, they could make some really good stuff. Uh, so it's, it's it's basically fairly neutral, but very, very high in calcium carbonate. Right, okay. So, lovely uh, for dark styles. Yes, yeah. But many years ago, centuries ago, uh, Pilsner started taking hold. Yeah. And so Munich started developing their own variants on that type of thing. So uh, And they started adjusting water chemistry and made hellas out of it. Well, there you go. So yeah. like you're adjusting your water chemistry, which is very similar to <laughs> Munich water chemistry, to fit in with the Munich style of making hellas. Yes. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it is... I'm glad we're, glad we're there. Flavor-wise, it is slightly different to the Pilsner. Pilsner tends to be um, like uh, noticeably hoppy, N- yeah. not not like IPA level, okay. um, and not even sort of pale ale level. But no. there there is a hop flavor there, very crisp, refreshing. Yeah. Uh, depending on whether you're going for like German Pilsners or uh, Czech Pilsners, they because there's all different ones of them. There is. Uh, Hellas are a bit more sweeter, a bit more rounded, bit like malt is more at the forefront yep but it's still refreshing and still easy going so cool okay that's what i'm making and i think that that will work well with quite yeast well i mean i hope so because if it does work then you know we've managed to make a lager that can be done two weeks faster than yeah other lagers which will be good we should be banging i like a lager yeah so i i, I should get into a bit of the recipe go on well. then um I have uh, picked fairly traditional style of malt base, so it's it's mostly Pilsner, yeah, uh, German, understandably, uh, two row Pilsner. Um, there's also some Vienna malt in there, just yeah. to give it a bit of depth of flavour, but not enough to sort of dominate. It's it's still going to be like really really easy going, uh, and then just a little bit of wheat malt, just a little bit just, of wheat malt, just a little bit of wheat malt. That's for me. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's head retentiony sort of <laughs> things. Um, the hops. I have deviated a little bit. Um, have you now? Not, so you've not deviated on the yeast and you're deviating yeah, on the hops. What are you playing at? But it all ties in together. Right, on, so the hops I'm uh, mostly using um, is actually Hallertauer Herzbrücker. Okay. Which is a fairly traditional yep. um, German-style hop. Very noble, very sort of yeah, traditional lagery hop. Yeah. Lovely. Um, I think I even used that in the black lager, maybe? I don't know. I, I can't remember. I mean, we'd have to listen back, but... You Something know. like that. Uh, but then I am also using Mandarina Bavaria. Okay. Which is a Bavarian style. It you is. You're notice. not wrong. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, but it embraces more of an orangey note. Um, right. Sort of man- mandarin. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. Because I, the Kvaik yeast that I've picked is Voss. And Voss, one of the uh, big esters that comes out of Voss, according, apparently, is orange and sort of like citrus, citrusy orange. Okay, yeah. So all of that, yeah. learning about Voss, learning about Mandarin and Bavaria, reminded me of a strange drink that I used to drink many years ago when I was a touring musician. 
And that is a drink from France called Picon. Right. Yes, that is P-I-C-O-N. Obviously. Picon. Picon. Uh, I've got a little bottle of it on the table. It's not a little bottle. It's not a little bottle. <laughs> it doesn't come in little bottles. Um, this so, is... that like a three-litre jobby? Uh, Two it's litre? one and a half litres. All right, okay. Of, of um, spirit. It's a lot. It, well, it's like, a, it's like an orange liqueur. Um, there are some glasses down there that I've prepped. If you wanted to try some, Cal. Yeah, I think uh, we'll, 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 we'll try it during the tasting end of things rather, oh, okay. than, rather, rather than breaking than into it now. Uh, okay. it, it is worth reminding people, though, that um, the recipe is available on the Malt Miller. It um, is. So you can go to their website. They happily supply us with the ingredients so that we can try weird and wonderful things like doing a Kvikellus. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like the, the recipe is actually up there at the time of airing. You can go onto their website, mm-hmm. search by the mash tun, and you can actually buy the recipe kit. Yeah, straight from the malt miller. Yeah, the, uh, look for Kvike Hellers and, yeah. and see see exactly what the ratios are and what the yeah. uh, click like click on it, click buy, and then you'll get delivered exactly what you need and the instructions of how to do it, written yeah. by our very own hands, <laughs> which Tarkety works really type. well. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so, yes, pecan. So, pecan, yeah. Can you buy that from Malt Miller? Uh, I don't think so. Probably not. It is a drink in itself. It's an, as opposed to well, because some cordials aren't designed to be drank as it's they a cordial, are. an alcoholic mm, cordial. It's not quite. It's a liqueur, so it's right. Eight, okay, it's eighteen percent ABV. Whoa, it's very sweet, very orangey, quite yeah. bitter as well. It's just there's a lot of flavour going on. I'll tell in you, a what. very small drink. Should we try some right now? Oh, okay, go right. on. You you carry I'll on. Keep, I'll keep doing the thing. Right. But what it's become famous for is not to be drunk by itself on its own. But now you tell me. <laughs> but as a means of making any terrible lager that you may have into an actually okay lager, I guess. Right. So basically, you, you take this horrible can of something that you've been given for free because it's on your rider, and you think that, ah, oh, another can of this stuff. So it's kind of like having uh, a lager top. Yes, but... You're yeah, topping it well, with pecan. It's, it's more like lager and lime, but instead of lime, it's pecan. Cool. All right, I mean... Yeah. Here, here we go. So it's, 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 it's a very dark... It is real dark. Uh, Are you going to put any of this orange. in your beer? Um, not this one. Which but one? Uh, the Kvike the Hellers. Yeah, but which one are you going to put it in? I'll, I'll find a lager. <laughs> I'll find a lager? I'll find a lager. Um, like, like, like one of the um, supermarkets own brands you know you can pick them off like 20 beer mm. can or something like that and you're like ooh, ooh own brand bitter don't mind if I do <laughs> get that in you like, it's never good is it no um, wow yeah that is um, very bitter well, hey very orange That's... not entirely pleasant why did you use a drink this <laughs> well it's not good on its own but you I know put, that you put a shot of it in a rubbish old tinny that you're just trying to get down your throat for means to an end, almost. And uh, it, You used to fine. drink for the wrong reasons, pal. I know. I'm so glad you've grown up. Ah, it's what being a musician is all about. I, 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 well, I thought it was about the music, man. I thought it was about the music. I guess. Um, yeah. yeah. Shall I get a lager and uh, we'll, we'll try this? Have you got one? Yeah. A bad one? I mean, we've got an all right one. All right. Well, I'll... I'll just pause this, and right. then we can try it while we do the news bit as well. And then we'll get into everything else later. Okay. Yeah. 
Right, okay, so we're back now. We've got some uh, We've got some lager. Yes, um, unfortunately this is good uh, to better than average lager. Yeah, okay, but we're, we're, we're taking a swing at it. So we're going to try the lager first. Yep, it looks like lager. Uh, we're not going to give any names away just because, you know, we probably don't want to tell the brewery that we are putting um, pecan into their beer. Maybe not. And yeah, that's nice. I could drink that. That is nice. Yeah, I would drink that. Yeah. Oh, well. Is this going to make it undrinkable? <laughs> I think that's actually... So what it does, is it makes undrinkable lager drinkable and it makes drinkable lager undrinkable. Yeah. Well, oh, do, do I, I have to have stir it? Um, yeah, give it a little oh, swill. I'll use my finger. Yeah, yeah, same. Because I mean, to be honest, if I'm, if I'm drinking pecan and lager, it's definitely... It's made it darker. Yeah, it's given it a slight orange hue. I might not have added enough. Hang on. Um, There's definitely more in... Go on then. Let's put some more in. There we go. That'll let's do. really, let's really peek on it up. Let's really peek on it up. Oh, oh God. Well, why did you give me that, all of that? Sorry, for, for the viewers at home, I just emptied an almost entire shot into a small cup. I don't, I'm not sure about this, Mike. Huh. Well, that's not quite how I remember it. Oh, well. Well, maybe you should go back to being a traveling musician. Yeah. You definitely shouldn't be a cocktail I think, man. I think the problem is I used a lager that was too good and there was too much flavour in it anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not terrible, but all this does is just kind of diluted the pecan flavour yeah. and made it slightly more... Maybe that was the mistake. Don't drink it neat. I mean, that's, I think that's a good solid idea. Yeah. Actually, tasting it neat, uh, yeah, I'd say don't drink it neat. Well, I think we should get on to the other things we're yes. going to talk about so that's I a bit of a not, ramble, not drink them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll drink this one. Yeah, the one, the one without the pecan. In. Yeah, you, nice. you can have that. The, so I, th- I think that covers all the recipe. Um, as, as I say, uh, got the Voss, um, and I'm not under pitching. Yeah, uh, with water. Yeah, I'm doing very, very basic um, water stuff in that I am boiling it for. Well, I boiled it already. Ten minutes, um, and then poured it into another container, and then that removes a lot of the temporary hardness, a lot of that calcium carbonate. Yeah. Brings it much more down to a very so this 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 is just a way of rather than adding a chemical yeah to it to get rid of it this yeah, is just yeah. a, a way of doing it especially if you've ran out of that chemical exactly yeah so it it just especially with our type of water it very blank slate I mean there will be some residual calcium carbonate you can't get rid of all of that from no. boiling but it just neutrals everything out and neutralizes ne- neutralizes everything into a very neutralized area area yes okay delicious. good. So, so that's the water chemistry. Yeah, uh, we've got the uh, yeast. Interesting. Yep. So Ferment, you say fermenting thirty-seven. Thirty-seven degrees. Um, wow. Transfer into keg and then cellaring for well, chill, <laughs> keeping chilled at like three degrees for you know four weeks maybe. So are you bringing it down? Because every time I've done a lager, I've always brought it down from the the diacetyl rest temperature to yeah. the three degrees that, over yeah. four weeks. So, as opposed to bringing it or, or like dropping it to that temperature and then storing it for three weeks. Um, so for obviously, thirty-seven is very hot. So it is very uh, hot. I'm, I'm. If it ferments as quickly as I think it will, which mm-hmm. is about two days. Yeah. Which is lovely. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um. I. So it will be gradually decreasing in temperature, but because the difference is so big, it's actually going to be quite drastic quite a big drop yeah it'd be interesting to see how that affects it 
Yeah, ra- rather than just like one big cold crash versus versus like a, a incremental a slow, drop. Yeah, and, that's, and, a, that, that's the way I've always done. It. I've always done incremental drops over, or like I say, over thirty days or mm. you know a month. I've always dropped it down like a couple of degrees every other day, you know, and then bring it down to the three degrees, and that's that's the lagering process done. Yeah, whereas I, you know, I I've got you an just, empty keg, so yeah. I'm I'm just getting it cold pretty quick, putting it in the keg, and then leaving the keg to lager. Okay, basically yeah. before before I pour it. Yes, yeah. Um, that will also give me the advantage of being able to taste the change as it lagers as well, which yeah. I always I always quite like seeing that transition. It's, yeah, it's. And then by the time it's finished lagering, you've got none left. Yeah, because you drank it. Because it's too nice. Yeah, that's the hope. That's okay, the hope. good. Um. Well, that's brilliant. I mean, we, you know, we've got we've got the history there. We've got the the differences. Yeah, yeah. Um, How I really it, leaned into the orange for for pecan reasons. Yeah, for pecan reasons, and now maybe regretting those reasons. Who knows? Who knows? Let's find out in yes. thirty days. <laughs> yes. Until then, I think it's time for some beer ye, beer ye. It's time for the beer. Oh, news. what's on your beer news agenda then? So a couple of things, um, both of which are related uh, to the Great British Beer Festival, which okay. I attended last week. Yep. Um, first of all, it's fantastic to see that, in, in, in my humble opinion, that camera are really embracing the uh, the moving away from the sort of sexist and transphobic um anything so yeah they because they they had a ban on um yeah sexist pump clips and names yeah um and it's 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 just good to see because ultimately they are they are still a private organization so they're they're more than welcome to make their own purchasing decisions it's not like they're a government body yeah and um i i think it's going to be a force for good in the community that 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 type of approach to selling beer is gradually going to become eliminated. Yeah, I mean, people... like, like, like certain pubs were already doing it, um, you know, so it's about time, like kind of big beer festivals and yeah. especially someone like Camera are now starting to do it and just trying to make it um, much more inclusive mm. um, and feel like an environment where people um, kind of can just be who they are and also go out for a nice drink without having to yeah you know feel uncomfortable about you know like the names of the beers or the you know the imagery that's on the pump clips and yeah you know it's wonderful it uh, is good yeah and the the bit of actual news is uh well uh congratulations to surrey hills sheer drop for becoming yes. 2019's beer of britain yeah so well done to them yeah we yeah. should have got a bottle of that for the show ah <sighs> oh, well I presume that's actually quite hard to come by after they've won that. Yeah, but it'll be really easy to come by in the next few months. Yes. I reckon. Because they'll be everywhere. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but yeah, it's a, a decent brewery. We've had their beers on at the at the pub where you currently work. Yep. Um, many times. And yeah, it's good to see that that hard work's paying off for them. Yeah, definitely. So. Well, I look forward to seeing them again on the old pub soon. I imagine they'll probably sell considerably faster than... Yeah, they did. Oh, so. they get that little bracket above the clip now. They do Champion get the little, yeah. yeah, yeah, they do. Because you know, currently it's like Siren Craft's Broken Dream, just like rocking it on the end. Yeah, but yeah, well, that'd be oh, good. Well. Yeah, Should we get a beer. We're talking yeah, about. We're talking about beer. Let's do a beer. Yeah, let's do it. What we got here, then, Mike? Right. First up, we've uh, gone for something a little bit more traditional. 
Uh, okay. This is um, for members of the audience slightly older than us two. Yeah. Might recognize the name Hoffmeister. Okay. I mean, this this does ring a bell with me, but I think it's just from like old adverts. Yes. Yeah, that was the thing. There was old adverts with a bear in it somehow. Yeah. The bear was involved. Um, Somehow somehow the bear was involved. Following the bear. Right. Don't forget to follow. Follow the bear. Follow the bear. So I don't know. Um, But yes, they are a, yeah, a traditional Heller's brewery. Okay. Um, And this is a 5% Heller's. Oh, interesting. I mean, it's very, very simple design on the old bottle, isn't it? Yes. Just like yellow label, Hofmeister, and then a bear putting his pint down on what I assume is some sort of table. Yeah. It says slow brew at the top there. Yeah. So, yeah. Genuine health lager. Made using only hops, barley, and mineral water. No yeast. That's good to know. Hmm. Assuming they must have used some yeast at some point. Yeah, maybe they have a house strain that... I don't know. I think I think probably the, the the writing of that is they don't have to claim it. Yeah, I don't know. I'd imagine it's probably just very traditional, isn't it? Mm. Oh well, there we go. Go on then. Um, yeah, uh, it looks the piece. I don't adjust. Look it's at that, yellow, real pale, lagery, real pale. <clears throat> you can um, smell some of that malt straight away. Just, I, do, uh, see, I do just like a like a nice lager. It's just good, isn't it? Like, especially like a, it's just good. It's just good, isn't it's just it? Good. Like, and it does smell real malty and tasty. Yeah, and that's that is nice to drink as well. Yeah, quite sweet, uh, especially mm, if you very sweet. if you've just had some like crisp, refreshing pilsner type beer. This is going to be a bit more flavour. Yeah, a or, bit or sweet um, flavour, grassy as well. Mm. I'm definitely getting that. I'm wondering whether or not that's just like. You know, the, the the noble hops that are in there. Yeah, presumably there are very traditional hops going on. Mm. But, um, yeah, interesting. Oh, I, very, I, very sweet at the start. I wonder if the the sort of thickness of the body brings out different elements of the noble character of the hops. Yeah, possibly. Might explain that grassiness you're getting rather than oh, hold on, herby. Hold on. Serve chilled and pour it in the Bavarian way. Did you? I... Don't know. Slow then fast, and you'll enjoy the subtle hoppy aromas, gentle carbonation, and a generous foamy head. I slow then fast. Is that how well? You I poured it slowly into two glasses, and then poured the rest in a third glass very quickly. Right. So on the next beer that we have, yes. you have to pour it in the Bavarian way. Okay. This is it's it, part of the flavour. It's part of the flavour. It's it's paramount here. Okay, paramount Bavarian way. Yeah. How do you do that with? Like if it's on tap, uh, badly. Hmm. Well, oh, luckily I've got flow adjusts on mine, so I can. Yeah, yeah, you can, can do, do that. that. Yeah. Uh, oh, what you could do is you could do the thing where you drop the glass away from the oh, tap. That's nice. Whoosh. That's always good. That sort go. of yeah. It's where the the glass starts at the top. And you, uh, yeah, and you, you drop it down. And you're like, yeah, you go back up again. Oh. That's that's the Bavarian way. Yeah. <laughs> Tagline. <laughs> well. That is very nice, but I mean, there's not really much to say about it. It's just straight down the line. Like it, mm. it's sweet. It's clean. Like, and despite the sweetness, it is still quite refreshing. Yeah, very it's, tasty. Um, you're probably not going to smash it back as quick as something like a pilsner on a very hot day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's something. Spring or autumn. Mm. This. This is the. This is your lager. This. This is your boy. Yeah. Right. Uh, on that note, should we mm. should we talk about uh, a different beer? Yes. Go on then. 
Right, what have we got? Uh, we've got Unfiltered Lager. So it's from And Union. Yes. So, uh, and the name of it is? Unfiltered Lager. Okay. Very descriptive. That's what's written on the front of the can. The thing is, like, I like the, I like the branding on this because it is just a, a white can with very plain text that just says Unfiltered Lager. Yeah. And then on the back, a little bit in, And Union, old school lager, unfiltered and bursting with flavor. Uh, it's 5%. So same as the Hofmeister. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it looks looks fantastic. Really, the, the branding's fantastic. Yeah. Well, it's. Uh, Did you pour, pour it in the Bavarian way? I I tried. Unfortunately, pouring two glasses is it doesn't make it easy. Um, I so I poured it in the Bavarian way into one glass and oh, then poured some into the other. But, just the the smell of it. Yeah, oh, that is a very different smell, isn't it? That's amazing. That is. That's so full on. Yeah, the like big noble. Uh, there's there's just there's others there's other bits going on though. It's not just oh. like one dimensional noble. It's it's nowhere near as sweet at the start. That is much That's more subtle, um, and it's got it's got a really nice bitterness to it as well, but not not overpowering. No, like, at all. Like, like the balance on that is perfect because that that definitely has the body and the mouth feel of. Of a Heller's, mm. but it's just not as stodgy as the Hofmeister. No, it's, no, it's like, refreshing. I mean, it's... the Hofmeister was nice, but th- like this is, it, it, it kind of cuts through. Mm. Like the, the the bitterness cuts through that sweetness, and the sweetness isn't that that full on, like that. Mm. That is and brilliant. Lovely aroma as well. Yeah, as we as we said many times. Yeah, definitely. That is that is spot on. I keep sticking my face in it. Sorry, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> it makes it hard to record your voice, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Very you know. wet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now that that is absolutely fantastic. That's a very very tasty uh, lager. Yeah. You know, I think for a lot of the kind of like ale diehards out there, like nope, nope, there's there's no good lagers. Get a can of that in you. Yeah. Honestly, like, and and it is brewed in Munich as well. Um. So yeah, uh, in yeah, obviously in Bavaria. So yeah, a a a despite uh, the style maybe being a lot more interesting and a lot more delicious this this is it, it it's in a very traditional region so yeah. it's not yeah. no that, that that is that is fantastic i would honestly say anybody who doesn't think there's good lagers out there get get a can just of that, of that. And just and yeah. just try it cuz that is superb i'm not very surprised cuz we did also try uh one of their black lagers on the yes. Black Lager episode, and that that was also very very good. I think I remember the can striking me then as being yeah. really it's interesting branding. Which opposite I just colours. Said, I think it just said Black Lager. Yeah, because it was a black can with yeah. white writing, yeah. rather than white with black. Now that is cool. Well done. Cheers and Union. <laughs> well done. Good. That is brilliant. And they've uh, oh they've put the Plato on. That's lovely. That's good if you work in Plato. Yeah. No IBUs. <sighs> <laughs> no, uh, come on! They've already given way more than most other breweries. No, I mean, they're, they're giving way more information information on the back than the front would lead you to think they're going to give you. Exactly. So, <laughs> and all the social media, lovely. There you go. Right. Oh, well, yeah, that's the winner so far. So, I mean, so far that is brilliant. Okay, um, let's get another one. Let's have a weird one. Right, what we got here, then, Mike? Okay, so right now, okay. <laughs> Should I have press record? Are you actually ready for this? <laughs> yes. So again, for the um, oh god, for the record, fifth time, fourth time, something like that, we are reviewing a Butilia's beer. 
and that's fine. They make really good beer. Um, it's and honestly, it's not. It's not like we're sponsored by them or anything. It's um, but we like them, and also they have a really weird knack of making beers that we want to brew about two months before we want to brew them. Have they hacked our spreadsheet? They maybe. <laughs> oh, that would be yeah. Oh, that'd be lovely. Like just. We're going to be brewing this. We're going to be doing an episode on this in about three months. Can you do one? Yeah, do you mind? Yeah. Just so we've got something to try. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I know you've got the bottle. Yeah. So, Here's the bottle. Yeah. So give, it's Boutilliers. Give, yeah. Give me a rundown. It's called Turtles Paradise. Right. And they have dubbed it a Lime Hellers. Okay. So I'm expecting Lime. Yes. This is a play on the classic lager and lime. Turtles Paradise is our base Heller's recipe with the addition of cloudy lime juice. Well, see, this is interesting because we were talking about lager and lime uh, and you were talking about pecan being the yeah, kind of yeah. that version and you're doing a peac- essentially a pecan Heller's. A pecan fight Heller's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and yet they've done a... They have hacked our spreadsheet. Oh, God. They know what Botillas. we're up to. Yeah, that's all right. Um... They've changed their design. They have. But, they have. So, I mean, they, they used to do some really awesome design stuff. Well, it was very functional design. It was, was. very incredibly useful <coughs> But for we us. always banged on about their bar charts, basically. Yeah. They've mixed it up this time. Yeah. And this little turtle man here, he's really caught my eye. There's a little turtle on the front. There's now. a turtle on, right? But strapped to his back is the Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Cloud's very own weapon. Cloud's original we- weapon is strapped to the back of this turtle. Yeah. I mean, what he's going to do with it, I don't know. I think he's going to go after those fish. He doesn't have any thumbs. If it helps, though, bar chart. There is bar chart on the back. There yes. is bar chart. So rather than it going uh, kind of widthwise across the bottle, it's now doing an up and down. Up and down on the side. So, framing the picture. Yeah, so I mean, it is still there, and it definitely seems like they've got a lot of lime juice in it. <laughs> well, sniffing it, I'm not very surprised. No, and uh, one thing you did mention when you poured it, because you, you poured it in the Bavarian style, I, well, as, as you should. As best I could, because exactly, but, it is you know, bottle-conditioned, and that makes... We're, we're following the rules set okay. by the Hoff, um, and that is to do it in the Bavarian style, so we are. Yeah. Um, no head... Very little carbonation. That, as far as I know, is down to the uh, acidity of the lime juice. Yeah, that is because a that does killer. always knock. It. So any sour beers, you always struggle to get good head on sour beers. Yeah, uh, and it's just down to the acidity. So, you know, I'm expecting limey, and expecting a tart, refreshing beverage. Oh, it is limey as well, isn't it? Yeah, it smells mm. brilliant. Looks very good as well. Right, you going you... in first? Yeah, I'm going to go in. Yeah. I yes I I'm a bit curious as to how sour it is um, because oh. why would you make a lager sour but yeah oh but but the thing is it's not it is sour but it's sour in a limey way so you know the um, margarita goza that I did in a lime way yeah. the margarita goza that I did that that had that liminess but not the level of sourness that this actually has mm. um, so that is banging Did you say they added cloudy lime juice cloudy lime juice well there you go yeah. It's really good. It's got a lot to answer for. It it it's got that Hellas flavour, but then it the, the the sharpness of the lime really just cuts through it. See, for me, I disagree a bit. I I think 
to my palate that the sourness especially like washing it around your mouth and stuff it the the sourness just distracts from everything i i not everything and and you're right it is very lime and that's very pleasant but i'm not getting much lager not getting much hellas no no that 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 could be pale ale base as far as i i know it's Mm. the thing is is it doesn't have the it doesn't have the kind of the hoppiness that you would normally get with a pale ale Mm, Uh, and it does have the slight sweetness and maltiness that you would expect from a hellas so for me it it does tick that that hellas box but um the i mean you're not a fan of sour beers anyway so it's possible that your palate is just reacting a little bit more to the lime yeah the and it's not able to pick up the other bits yeah Uh, uh, because a lot of flavor is about thresholds of various different factors yes, and yeah. every human is individual on that term possible and it's just pushed you over your threshold mate yeah and and so what some people might experience as a refreshing slight sourness i'm experiencing as dominating and yeah overwhelming maybe your tongue needs resurfacing yeah maybe maybe i need more pecan maybe uh, no no, don't, don't put pecan. pecan in that. I could put, no, I'm not going to put pecan in this. Don't put it in that. I'm sorry, Butilius. I love you so much. <laughs> no, I, uh, it is it is very lime, and um, I know lots of people that would absolutely love this. Yeah. Just because lime's really nice. Lime is. I find it as a very refreshing thing. Um, I prefer mm. it over lemon most of the time. Oh, yeah. It's just more interesting. It is. It's more going on. Um, well, as it, it's a relatively uh, new... Uh, segment but um a couple of episodes back we decided we were going to start doing rather than doing a whole episode on final gravity we were going to just start doing a little bit at the end so we're going to grab one of our beers that we did um a little while back and Mm -hmm. we're just going to do a quick review on that so we'll be back in a moment all right then what's this so this is uh cast your mind back to is that what it's called no to okay. the epi- I don't know what it's called. The, it's the traditional mild. Traditional mild. Traditional English mild. Okay, well here we go. Traditional English mild. Yeah. It looks like a traditional English mild. Yeah. It's got. It's not quite black. It's it's a dark ruby in color. Uh, <clears throat> works out at about three point four percent, which was uh, smells very roasty. Very, very what I was intended. Very roasty. Yeah. Yeah. It's got quite that. Uh, Quite that dark kick to it, um, despite not a huge amount of sort of roasted malt in there. That's a mild. Yeah. Mm. Very successful Yeah, mild. no, it's good. Because it, 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 it's got the roastiness, but then it's got... I mean, it, it sounds like a bad word, but it's not. It's got the thinness you expect from a mild. <laughs> the refreshingness. <laughs> the refreshing, thirst-quenching thinness you expect yeah. from a mild. Like, like that ticks the box of a mild. Yeah. Like that is, that is mild all over that like. And I, I mean, I can I can put it down to uh, my skill as a brewer and all of that. But on, I, I honestly think it's um, our water is fantastic for this style of beer. It's just that calcium carbonate. I mean, just, it does help. But I mean, also like you know, being able to craft craft the recipe and then brew it that really helps. Uh, like you know, you can't just go. It's the water. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. take the compliment, Mike. All right, thank you. I guess I, I would be really interested to see how it works on cask. I think it would be really lovely. Yes. Um, whereas that's uh, it. You don't you don't come across kegged miles that often, do you? No. So what what I did with this one is I purposely made quite a bit. I think I did about thirty liters. Right. Um, and then so I had 
20 litres, well, 19, 20 litres to go in keg and then the rest I've bottled. Yeah. And um, that was, what, six months ago and I've basically got through all the bottles just because it's, it's nice to have once every now and again. Yeah. It's like once a week I'll have a bottle of mild. Yeah, no, it's, it, 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 it's a very nice beer. I mean, it's, it's not the... It's not my go-to style when I'm like in a pub and I'm drinking. I'm like, oh, I'll have a mild. Mm. Sometimes though, it's because there's quite a few bad milds out there. That yeah, yours is not one of them. So you Yay. know that's that's good. Um, lessons learned from the brew. Um, well, I just had a, a struggle with this particular bottle because it, it seems like I've overprimed it and yeah, there was a lot of um, foam everywhere. I yeah. think I, I had to put it in a milk bottle uh, to to deal with <laughs> to sort it out yeah so i mean like we what we were just talking about um was uh bottling buckets versus actually putting sugar into yes. uh, into the bottle directly so if you're not using carbonation drops now you can buy these from various other places and they're essentially just like not like can candy balls really they're just like balls of sugar and yeah. it's just normal sugar okay you don't have to buy carbonation drops they are a measured amount so it is quite handy just to be able to pop in and if you want to do it yeah. that way. I always just use a bottling bucket. Yeah. So all I do is I sterilize a bucket. I add the amount of sugar that I need into that mixed with boiling water so it turns into a syrup. Pour that yeah. into the bottom of the bucket and then rack straight from your fermenter into the bottling bucket. And then what you've got is you've got a bucket full of your beer which has your priming sugar already mixed through it in liquid form, and then you just need a bottling cap straight from that. There's there's no mucking about with teaspoons, getting it all sugary around the <laughs> rim, and you're trying to hopefully try yeah. and wash it all off and then cap it. But it can get messy. It can it get can, very messy, yeah. and you don't know if you're getting all the sugar in there, and you don't know you're getting an yeah. even spread across the board. Whereas with the bottling bucket, I normally go for a pretty standard... Uh, 80 to 100 grams of sugar mixed with boiling water for about 20 liters yeah. and that tends to do me perfectly and you know you get an even mix throughout and it tends to work so that do, does like, seem like the better option do it however you're doing it but that is the way i've done it and i've i've never had a bottle bomb yeah ever i've had bottles where you open it and it just it froths out the top but i put that down to many other reasons other than overpriming because it would happen to every single bottle in that yeah yeah Whereas because of the evenness of the mix i didn't do that and so that that means that naturally even using a measuring spoon there is a, a an amount of variance and yes. so, so some are going to be slightly under some of them are going to be over and jaws end up with a sugary bit around the rim and it's horrible <laughs> so annoying. well no luckily i use one of these uh a little pouring jug um, Ooh, yes, yeah. Jug. The one that we actually used to dose the pecan into lagers. Uh, I use that for the sugar, and that pours incredibly well. Well, there you go. Yeah, none round the rim. So <laughs> that's good. So find a little jug that works for you. Yep. Or a bottling bucket. Um. So that's. I think that is pretty much the end. Um. Yes. Of the episode. Uh, as usual, um, you know, hit us up on the old social media. You can find us on Twitter at by the mash ton. Um, you know, pretty much anywhere, any social media at by the mash ton. We're on Facebook. We've got um, a Gmail account, which is by the mash ton at gmail.com. Um, if you've got any questions, any suggestions, anything like that, get in contact. We will try to get back to you as quickly as possible. If we don't know the answer, <laughs> we might be able to point you in the right direction yes, of the right answer. We will not just make it up, okay? Like, we're just homebrewers. We're not experts, but we've just been brewing...
quite a lot and we've made a lot of various yeah. different mistakes so i know. personally am not ashamed of saying i don't know exactly um if it's to do with equipment or anything like that please contact our partners uh the malt miller yeah. uh they i mean they helped me out a lot when i first started brewing when i was looking at various different types of equipment um if you've got any questions on ingredients and various things like that hit them up because i mean they supply us with all our ingredients they are just the specialists mm. in that end of things they know their stuff exactly i did bump into them briefly at uh, great british beer festival as well that, so that was lovely to see yes yeah and if you ever do bump into them like you lovely know like that absolutely fantastic real easy to talk to and you know always happy to talk about beer mm. so yeah hit them <laughs> up or if you've got any questions for us please get in contact with us um and yeah you know just tell people about the podcast it really helps our visibility out um this weekend this coming weekend um oh, i don't even really know if there's any point in mentioning this i'm going to be at beautiful days so if you listen to this on sunday which is the last day of beautiful days <laughs> and you see me you see me walking about with a beer pump backpack on yeah, my back it- Come and give me a shout. If you listen to podcasts yep. on the morning of festivals. Um, if not, I, I will put a tweet out as well. Yeah. So you All may right. you may see this afterwards. Yeah. Um, Take lots of videos and photos. And Oh, I shall. Yeah. I shall. Um, but yeah, I think that's about everything from me. And we'll, yeah. you know, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Cool. Bye. Right. Bye.